Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, back to it, 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. A bunch of texts about that story. I, I, I want to solve this for you, someone says. The third guy couldn't be involved because he would have stopped the bouncer when he picked the guy up. You're right, Casaza wouldn't be involved. And maybe it was somebody that recognized him because there were a bunch of WVU fans there. Probably, it could be right. But, you know, WVU fans, when they travel, are... One thing is a dead giveaway. The They're like Steeler fans. The only clothes that they have that they wear on the road have an insignia emblazoned with WVU. I don't, it's just, I, I have gone and tried to figure this out in my brain for 13 years. There's no, I'm not figuring it out tonight. Thank you for your help, but I am not. It, I have played every single angle on this, and still to this, I can see this guy getting picked up from the bouncer. I can still see it with his feet lifted off the ground. All right, I want to get into the uh, NFL and replay and officiating and all of that in just a moment. I need to tell you right now, Twitter's brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. Also, before the hour's out, we'll hear from Antonio Brown, right? Going to hear from AB. And before the hour's out, it's a national day today. And it aligns with something that makes me so happy. I'll tell you what that is again before the hour's out. Hit us on that fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Here we go. Replay, right? And all the calls that have gone bad and everything else in the NFL. You start to talk about the NFL. And one of the things that is top of mind right now is how everybody says, oh, man, you know, the officiating is terrible. It's just bad. It's not good. Well, I said this before and I'll say it again. I want to have a conversation about this. I don't think the NFL officiating is worse than it's been in the past. I don't, especially compared to decades ago. We are just afforded technology, really good technology. And in real time, in our living rooms, on the broadcasts, that we never were before. And what that does, whenever you have it zoomed in, in 4K or whatever it is now, it warps our logic into thinking there are more bad calls. I don't think there's more bad calls right now. I just think we study them more in depth or we see them more. But what is the fix? Let's say that there's an officiating problem at 412-928-9370. Let's say that. Let let me agree with you. Let me agree with you that there's an officiating problem. Just for the sake of the argument and for the sake of the conversation. Because I don't really agree to that. But but I will for the sake of this conversation. What's the fix? Because people say this all the time. Well, you know, you gotta make the officials full time. Let's make the officials full time. How's that gonna fix things? I hear that all the time. 
What, what, what the hell are the officials going to do on June 14th? You know? What are, what are the officials going to do on, uh, on St. Patrick's Day? I like, and I brought this up, and it was a, something that I said a couple hours ago. I don't know how much it'll fix, but I think it'll increase a level of transparency. I want to see the white cap have a media availability after every game. Now, some of those old timers, they might look at it and say, huh, okay, you're making me go out there and the union said I got to do this or whatever. I'm giving you the I'm just here so I won't get fined treatment. One word answers, that's all you're getting from me. They'll come off looking like jerks. Some other guys might be very introspective, might give you great answers, might enlighten you as to things and go through it as designed. But if you put somebody up there, and especially now with the added layer of gambling, we should be, with these games, as transparent as possible. Rick's up on the mount. Hi, Rick. How you doing? I'm doing good, Colin. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So my question for you is, when a Whitecap official, the head referee, gets up there after a game, what kind of things would you want them to say? Uh, Okay. So... Like, let's look at the Kansas City uh, Buffalo game the other night, right? I thought right. I thought Andy Reid was out of line, out of his mind, totally ridiculous right away. I thought I agree. Th- I thought that Patrick Mahomes out of line, out of his mind, totally ridiculous what right away. But also agree. There are Rick a lot of people in our country who, for about twelve hours, maybe fifteen hours or so lived under the assumption because they saw it somewhere on social media on Twitter that Tony looked over and asked if he was on and the official said that he was because one person put it out there on social media. If that guy is there, it's a simple question to the white cap who would have consulted with the line judge at that point. Okay, can you take us through that play and what your officiating crew said? Now, what if it's something where they're in the wrong? Because to me, if they admit any fault whatsoever, I mean, it might give more clarity to a fan, but it is a slippery slope. I mean, they cannot be admitting that they made a decision real time that affected the outcome of a game. Well, you know they what? They can't admit that. They do that whenever we go through plays and look at them by nodded, by by just a silence in, in so much as if we see it with our own eyes. There doesn't need to be admission. What they could say is – this is what I had, or this is what I saw. That's the lingo that they use. That's what officials say. You hear Gene Sterrett. Gene Sterrettor is wrong. Like, you watch Gene in real time, there are times where he's wrong, and I think we would get much of the same thing. But I do think particularly on explanation of rules. Okay, I'll back it up to that same play that I just talked about. If somebody were to ask what happens here, and he says, okay, because I don't think a lot of people knew this. I mean, if you ever played football, you knew this. But right. if he would have just said the way that it normally happens, the guy who's on the end, the receiver who's on the end, he asks, hey, am I on? The official then says yes or move back a little bit, and that's generally how it goes down. That might have been enough. So to me, that would, be, that would be an easy question for one of the referees to answer because it's more of a, a process that they went through. But what about when it's blatant pass interference or non-pass interference? I mean, they're going to have to say, look, this is we made the right call or we made the wrong call. 
let's play it where you are and let's stop that part of the conversation because we're at an impasse, Rick. But let's let's say, all right, because you are right in a way. They could paint themselves. Those, in, are, those are hard-hitting questions rather than can you walk me through if well, he was correct, all wrong. Correct, correct. So let's stop right there and say, all right, we. it would be terrible, terrible for them to paint themselves in a corner, right? And you and I can agree to that. So right. then let's use that as a springboard of moving forward. I don't give any credence that these games are fixed. They're just not. There's too many moving parts. There's too many people that would need to be in on the fix. But, right, there would be a whistleblower by now if that was the case. Right, somebody would have been some guy that got caught on the last day and said, "Hey, they asked me to do this as part of the whole as as part of the script." But that being said, unless it happens, we're going to continue to have people and the drum is going to be beaten loudly and people like RG3 even who walk right up to that line. And he ended up being dead ass wrong, but people with big and loud voices in this gigantic game who walk right up to that line that say the fix is in and people are getting screwed. It's going to continue. I hear you. I hear you. I I just, I think they could, Rick, kind of not put an end to it, but what they could do is offer offer an explainer to some degree with these games. Because, look, people aren't going to start betting less. People aren't going to find fewer props. People aren't going to spend money and, you know, not bet. Pretty soon you're going to be able to bet on a half yardage total for a running back. It's just, it's going to increase. And if people lose in particular, they want validation that they actually did lose and they didn't get screwed and that there wasn't something not above board that happened. I may have used a double negative, but you know what the hell I'm talking about. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. Al Michaels got removed from the playoffs today, by the way. And it was apparently news to him. You know, I would feel bad because Al Michaels is old and real old. And that's probably part of the reason he got removed. I would feel bad. And how old? I got to look this up. Al Michaels is 79 years old, born November 12th, 1944. He started doing play-by-play. Think about this. I'm going to, I am 46. I'll be 47 in a week. He started doing play-by-play like the year I was born, I believe, and has done football for as long as I've been alive. But here's the thing with Al Michaels. I don't think it's ageist as to why Al Michaels is being removed. I don't think his call slipped. I don't think he can't see the field. I don't think it's something where, oh, it's an old guy. Al Michaels just got generally disinterested with a lot of those games. That's a bad look. I watched a bunch of games because the games that Al Michaels are doing now, a lot of it's the only game in the window, right? And so you're watching it, and he's got all of America watching. It feels like, and again, this isn't ageist, it feels like he wants to be anywhere but where he is. And there will be exciting moments. I mean, a touchdown to go ahead late in the game, and he'll give it the old, oh, oh, there's six. Touchdown. Okay. Like, just no excitement. So, again, I would generally feel bad that somebody lost their job or didn't get, uh, you know, a notch, didn't get an assignment in the postseason or didn't get to move on. But we can call it what it is. 
Al Michaels has been flat out uninspired and terrible, just terrible this year. In off- now, look, I don't want somebody to be over the top. I don't want anybody to yell and scream and go crazy and bonkers on just a run-of-the-mill first down. But he has been the polar opposite. John's in Baldwin. Hi, John. Yeah, I felt so. not much. Yeah, so I was just with you with the uh, bad calls throughout the past years. Uh, every um, every year, it's like it seems like the refs are getting worse and worse and worse. But I think I'm in your case where they're the same every year. It's not getting any better. Uh, one in particular I remember was uh, the Steelers and Packers. Um, we blocked, a, I believe, a field goal, ran in for a touchdown. They said there was, like, two people that blocked the punt or the field goal. And then uh, they called it off sides because they were, like, thinking, like, no way that two people could block that kick. And then they called that back. We got screwed. We lost by two touchdowns. But, um, I, yeah, I, I, the rest ain't getting any better. I just wanted to throw my two cents. Yeah, you, you know, you say they're not getting any better. I just – I don't think they're getting worse. I don't. I think it has stayed. I think it is where it is. I think it's the same level. I just think our technology is so great that sometimes we lose our logic. And the logic is simple. The logic is those guys have one time at real speed with a naked eye. They really do. Now they can go back and review it and look at replay and whatever. But the call on the field that is the initial call, do yourself a favor if you ever get a chance. If you ever get to go to a game, like, if you've ever down low and sit near the field, even just warm-ups, take it in and how brisk the pace is, and then stop for a moment and say, imagine if I was officiating that and had to make consequential calls that essentially sway billions of dollars in gambling, and I just have one chance to get it right. It's a pretty tough proposition. Sean's in Pittsburgh. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Yes. How are you? Yes, hello. How are you today? I, I've never been better. I'm on air? Yes. I was calling about the uh, the Kansas City call. Dan Orlowski had posted something and showed that Tony lined up like that all game. And I'm wondering, if he lined up like that all game, then he must have thought he was on side on that play. Okay. Every, That's all I have. every single time you're on the end, I don't know, this is like when you're 10 years old, you check with a line judge and ask him if you're on or you're not. True. Every single time. Every single Most guys do it. First of all, when they're jogging out of the huddle or they're jogging to their position, they alert the guy that they're the last guy on the end so they don't cover somebody up, right? Then True. the next thing that happens if you come to the scrimmage line when you're on, you then ask him. Am I good? And you give a hand signal. And he, if you're not, he'll either give you a thumbs up or he'll give you a, he'll shoot his hand in like a sweeping motion to tell you to move a step back. For Tony not to do that in such a moment of consequence, I can't blame anybody else but him. I understand that. But like I said, there were several plays he lined up. He never looked to check to see if he was good. That wasn't the only play in that game that he did that. Well, maybe he wasn't offsides on those ones. If you look at it, Dan Orlowski posted something, and he showed there were five other plays in that game that he lined up the same way right 
on the ball and never checked to see if he was offsides or not. Okay, that's so, all I'm saying. So what are you what are you getting at? I'm getting that maybe he thought he was onside, and by him not checking all game, he thought that he was good. That's where he lined up. They didn't call it earlier. It's his fault for not checking any of those times. Any of those times. I agree with that because every receiver does check usually. I can't put the – see, we want to blame officials so bad for everything all the time. It doesn't get the step two without step one not being checked off. And that's why is Tony the only official – or excuse me, the only player on the planet – who chose not to do that. He's the one that's wrong. End of story. Bing. Done. That's it. It doesn't get to the next step. It's the whole snowball rolling downhill stuff. It doesn't start at the top unless Tony, if Tony would have done what every other receiver in world history has ever done. A.B., next. He's got some things to say. We'll hear from Antonio Brown. Wait till you, and I've got a proposal for him. I do. I think I can make this work. You'll hear from AB next, right here. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On the fan. Cook and Joe, listen to them every Wednesday. Hear about Starkey's Card of the Week, Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry. Contest run every Wednesday through Friday, 937 The Fan. Check it out on our contest page. I'll tell you what, I read a lot of things. I do shows here. I do it on KDKA, 100.1 FM, AM 1020. Both stations, right? That is the longest running continuous read that we have outside of the weather. Baseball card castle. I I have to take a moment right now before we hear from Antonio Brown and thank baseball card castle. I have been reading this same baseball card castle read for years Four years. Big thanks to the general and all those people out there I know that Joe talks to. Honestly, thank you to them. Because, that I, I mean, I have that memorized. I, I could do that. You know, people say, I could do that in my sleep, and it's like a figure of speech. It's not. I could close my eyes right now and say, 
Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday. Hear about Starkey's Card of the Week. Baseball card, Castle and Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday. Check out all the details. 937 The Fans contest page. I, I could do, I, do that with my eyes closed. Because it is absolutely memorized at this point. My man Tyler's in West Mifflin. Hi, Tyler. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you? Good, good. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about officiating because I think we underappreciate how hard the job is sometimes. As Agree. Long as may sound. Agree. Um, I've been to a few NFL games over the last couple of weeks, and I sat four rows back from the sideline uh, in Cleveland on Sunday. And Elijah Moore went up and caught a ball. I'm staring at it, and I have no, I'm telling you in a lot of time, I had no idea if he caught the ball or not, whether he got his two feet in or not, and I'm four rows away. So in live time, we're, we're guessing most of the time. We get the replay online or, you know, when we're at home on our couches. We're like, oh, that's clearly a catch. But in live time, I'm telling you, it's, it feels like it's almost impossible every time to tell if he's catching the ball or not. No, I'm with you. I'm, and I know it's their job. And people say, well, that's their job. Well, their job's hard. And they get that hard part of their job right a whole lot. All right. Are you ready? This is some of the best audio that you will ever hear, right? Now, you may struggle because he struggled with a couple words. I introduced you to a man named Antonio Brown, formerly of around here. He's since moved on to different pastures. Antonio Brown, in a moment of clarity, and again, maybe it was clearer in his head than he was able to kind of spit it out, he has a thought that man, and, and this is, I think there's newsworthy item here, that he's, it seems like he's done playing football forever. He's never going to try to pursue that dream again. So in a moment of clarity, in a moment of thought, A.B. says, you know, I want to be remembered as a member of one team. Not the New England Patriots I played for briefly. Not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl. Not any other team. Not the Raiders, right? I want to be remembered as a Pittsburgh Steeler. I give you A.B. from this morning. I really couldn't explain what it really mean for me to retire a Steeler. You know, it's always been my dream. You know, my goal, seeing me play as a Steeler, envisioning being an NFL player. And uh, to bring things to complete is what life's about. Um, the applicable moments, teammates, my uh, family, everyone who seen me grow up as a player or person, uh, it would be such a my um, admiration, admirable, epic for me to retire still, bring things complete and to get on to motivate everyone coming behind me. I couldn't really fathom or explain what it means to me, but it would mean everything for me, for my family, for every Stiller fan, Stiller Nation. Love you guys, man. I'm forever grateful for all the memories, all the love, and everything we accomplish together. Now, that's today he said that. One thing, I still, I have tried like hell. I have listened to this thing and watched it. He's sitting on his couch. He kind of looks like Charlie Murphy dressed up as Prince when you see this video. 
I I don't know what this one word is right in here. What he, so he says he wants to, and I'm quoting, bring things to complete. But then there's a word in there that he sneaks in that I have listened 20 times to this and don't know. Listen. It's what life's about. Um, the ablical moments. The What is that? Um, the ablical moments. I mean, I don't want to get lost in it because that's not the conversation. But what is this word? Um, the ablical moments. I, that has been bothering me since the first time I saw it today. So, let's get to this at 412-928-9370. 412-928-9370. All right. I have a plan. And I have a foolproof plan, I've got an easy plan, and I've got a plan that works. He says all of Steeler Nation wants to see this. Now, I I would beg to differ, but let's play along. AB wants to retire a Steeler. I will make this statement, and this is, I think, fact. Or at least it's my opinion, Right? Antonio Brown, when measured against his contemporaries and everyone else who played his position, is the best offensive player in Pittsburgh Steeler history. The Mike Webster might be the only other guy in the discussion. But if you take if you take the guy who played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then, the span in the space between the second best, Antonio Brown is probably it. He is probably the best offensive player in Pittsburgh Steelers history. He's undoubtedly the best receiver in Steelers history. So here's my plan. A.B. wants to retire a Steeler. Do it August 4th. 8-4 for number 84. Apologies to my friend Jeremy Tooman, but you're not retiring the number. It's just as an ode and a nod to 84, Antonio Brown. August 4th, that normally falls in the uh, vortex of training camp. Do it at St. Vincent. He knows how to get there via chopper. I'll take the chopper. He knows how to get there, right? One day contract. Bring it. You don't have to bring him to the city. You take him up to St. Vincent. I'm sure the Westmoreland County Chamber of Commerce, the Visitors Bureau, everybody be glad to have him. You bring him up there. You do one of those one-day contract things. Omar's there. Mr. Rooney is there. Uh, Mike Tomlin is there. Coach T. Ben, if Ben wants to come up, probably not. But you could. August 4th, A.B., You have it Antonio Brown Day, and there you are. A spectacle like we've never seen, which is saying a lot considering, well, it's Antonio Brown. Matt's in the car. Hi, Matt. Hey, Colin. How are you doing? Uh, Great. Thank you. Hey, the word he's trying to say is amicable. That's what he's trying to say. He might not be using it correctly, but it's amicable. Stay on the line. Stay on the line. I want to hear this again. Um, yeah. 
the applicable moments. You think applicable, or do you think it might be applicable? Do you really think he would use the word applicable? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I think it's it's amicable. Anthony in Oakland. Hi, Anthony. Oh, I hope they can make it happen. Um, watching this team since Buddy Dow was a wide receiver. He's the best There's offensive no player in Steeler history. Absolutely, the best offensive player in Steeler history. What he did in that six-year period is unprecedented. It was just amazing. Sorry it ended the way it did, but it ended poorly with James Harrison. and He's been welcomed back. And so, of course, he should have. Did, did, has he had some off-the-field nonsense? Yes. So, so, so did some other Steelers, like shooting at helicopters and a few other great charges I can remember with uh, a couple of players back in the day. So it happens. I want him back home. I love the young man. Do you like 8-4 as a, as, a, as a nod to his jersey number? Yeah, I want the whole gamut. I want to. I want him to. I, I want. I want Mr. Rooney to do it right. I think that uh, I, I'm not still good on the internet, but I'm going to talk to a couple of my sons who who seem to talk to him on Twitter and things. So hopefully we can. He could come back home. I, I've always said he needs to come back home. He's uh, the lost son. Can make it happen. Who is the second? Okay, if you agree with me that Antonio Brown is the best offensive player in Pittsburgh Steeler history, is Mike Webster the second best? So Terry Bradshaw is the second best as far as I'm concerned. Okay, tell me why. I mean, uh, because he's defeated in Super Bowls. And even though – what always amazed me about Terry, even in his Super Bowls, he would throw interceptions and he would throw the great pass at the end of the game to win it for him. I loved Bradshaw. All right, last, I also loved Joe Gillum too. Yeah. Lastly, before I let you go, did you hear my interview with Bethany Hallam? Oh yeah, last week that was a classic. Did you enjoy it? it? it, it well, of course I did. Okay. And so did everybody else at the closed made you because that's where that woman should be. <laughs> her policies. Okay. And we'll catch up soon. I will talk to you before the holidays, I'm sure. But in an off chance that I don't, okay, my friend. you have a wonderful holiday, Anthony. All right, safe, you and your family. You too. A, a very good man. Whether you agree with his politics or not, and he says some things that are out there at times, at the core, at the very core, I don't think I know a better or more real or honest or caring Pittsburgher than Anthony in Oakland. I, I 100% mean that. He's a very good and caring being. So there's that. Would you welcome Antonio Brown back? On a one-day contract to retire a Pittsburgh Steeler. Would you like that? Would it be a bad look for the organization? Let's turn this serious a discussion for a moment. 412-928-9370. I take your calls next. Here. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. On the fan. Some people saying it looks like, it sounds like two words that Antonio Brown said. The second being moments. Few people saying it's outlookable moments. Fair. Fair. That works in the AB vernacular. I can get down with that. Would you welcome Antonio Brown back? One day contract. Retire with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Photo op. Standing up there. Holding the 84 jersey. Shaking uh, Omar Khan's hand. Mike Tomlin, Coach T up there. Yeah, you know, what the heck? What the? Now, if you want the ceremony to happen at noon, tell AB it's at 9 o'clock. That's for sure. Huh. You know, I got something in just a moment. It's a, it's a certain national day. I heard that today, and I went totally crazy. Because I love this thing. Bruce is in Washington. Hi, Bruce. How are you? Good, Colin. How are you doing, sir? I'm great. Thank you for asking. All right. So my take on this is uh, absolutely not. Um, how can anyone with a conscious mental concept bring AD back for literally one day just to retire? I mean, think about this. The legal troubles he's had over the past, what, two, three years? All of that is just going to be a parental character behavior that he's going to promote for this entire organization. I mean, he's the best player that I've ever seen play football on, in real life on the field. But this, that, that is only half of it. I don't think it's good for the organization to promote this guy. I don't think he should be retiring himself as a Steeler. How great was number seven off the field? Well, he had a couple uh, things there in his earlier past with the, the you know, ad, the, the things against him there uh, and then the, you know, action that he had and all. But, I mean, let's be honest. AD has pushed that well beyond just a couple, you know, scratches upon his character. I, mean, I, I don't disagree been, with that, but you, know, you seem to be exonerated. Like, Okay, then where's your line? Because, you know, you could make this argument. I'm not making it, but someone could. Ben's transgressions actually happened as a member of the team larger than Antonio Brown's did. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. I guess what I can say is just that AD, just like, you know, he's just shown that he's been not even promoting himself as just a professional football player. I mean, after he got out of all the things, He's been out there promoting himself as a rapper, all kinds of stuff, which is cool. 
But I mean, I just don't think that that's the kind of thing that Pittsburgh should put their put themselves up and put hand of a retired jersey and they're getting eighty four number again. You know what, what I'm saying? What about bringing a guy out to swing the terrible towel and lead the team out on the field? who at one point in time spoke out vociferously and said he wanted to cause physical harm to the commissioner. What? Who said that? James Harrison. Well, that's a fair point. Very fair point. And, and he, did he retire as a sealer? He's welcomed back. He was just out on the field doing the terrible towel. I mean, I guess that is fair, and I, I can't really speak for – the Steelers organization of promoting their players and all. So I get that. I just am saying as a fan, I'm looking at it as AD, the best player I've ever seen. Like I said, I'll give him all that credit in the world. But, man, I just don't think the Steelers should have that as a, a plaque on their resume. Like, like he was so good, but, man, the stuff he did after and still does, like he can't go back now. Like how, how embarrassing is it for him to come back now and claim – to go back to the Steelers, where if you asked him two years ago, would he really claim Steeler uh, accommodation, really? Uh, he's been playing for many teams. Why is he trying to do this for the Steelers? Antonio Brown should be in the Steelers' Hall of Honor at some point. He is the best player in his position for this organization. And I, I just – I don't know. It's interesting for me, and I'm not here to have his back – but when we start to name transgressions, right, is what's the number that magically takes you off the list? Is it one? Is it two? Is it a felony? Is it five? Is it while you were playing? Is it after you retired? Did Should Lewis Lips not go in because he got a DUI and put other people in harm, uh, in harm's way? Like where where is the line? And it, I'm not the person that gets to draw it. You don't get to draw it, but we get to talk about it. It's that's interesting to me. Neil's in Coriopolis. Hi, Neil. Hey, Colin. Hey, I I didn't like James Harrison coming back. I feel like you quit on the Steelers. You J- don't you don't deserve to come back. I wasn't happy when he was waving that flag. And standing there in the entryway, I'm like, get out of here. He, he was farting in meetings, sleeping in meetings, t- trying to tear the team apart. I don't care if they bring AB back. I don't care if they bring those guys back, but I don't agree with it. I don't think you bring guys that just quit on the Steelers with Garrett Blunt. I get, I get it. He wasn't here that long, but you don't, you quit on the Steelers, you don't never get to come back. James Harrison actively worked as an agent against the Pittsburgh Steelers to get in 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 a selfish capacity to get himself removed from Pittsburgh. Yep. and Because he, he couldn't get in over Bud Debris. Right. Because he decided to have selective hearing at training camp and didn't get the message that was clearly sent to him that Bud Dupree was going to be the guy to get the balance of the snaps. Yep. And, and we look at him – as a hero, which is fine. I don't. I don't object to anybody doing that. But if that's the case, I. It can't be a sliding scale with how we look at different people. That's just. That's where I am on it, Neil. Exactly. I, I agree. 
you know? I just we you know the other part of it too is honest you know part of it, Neil, and like having a real conversation that I think why it's easy to speak out against A B for some people and not against James Harrison, because you have a less than a very small chance of ever running into AB, and I think some people think they'll take their chances with him. I think some people say I can't ever say anything bad about James Harrison because he still lives in Pittsburgh, and I actually might see him, and he might melt my face. My buddy, my buddy was in a football game, and he was sitting there, and he just looked so mean. <laughs> and he's like, looks like he looks like James Harrison. Hey, James Harrison, <laughs> he's still. He's still strong. <laughs> right. He, there is no, I will say this about James Harrison. Now, James Harrison gets a lot of credit. He is somebody who is 100% all out for his kids, does everything for them, everything with them, and doesn't budge in the stuff that he says publicly. He teaches those lessons to him, and good on him. But there is nobody I've ever covered or been in a locker room near that I have ever thought uh, no there's been a couple he tops the list of it wouldn't surprise me right now if someone asks a question that he doesn't like and he just stands up and body slams them or grabs them and knocks the hell out of them there's a very short list. You know who else is on that list? That wacko Keona Kella. That guy that pitched for the Pirates. He had the most tense media availabilities. That you're sitting there, and he was answering these questions with such a terse and a tense way. And it's very weird. But James Harrison absolutely tops the list. Zach in Mount Pleasant. Hi, Zach. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. This is a this is an interesting conversation to me. So I I agree. I th- I think it's a yes. I mean, AB, if you look at it from just the perspective of football, that's how they do it with the Hall of Fame. You know, Ray Lewis. You know what I mean? Like, I think people are cheering him on when he's scoring touchdowns when he played for us. I think it's a yes. I think you let him come back. Like, who made more of a an impact on the Pittsburgh Steelers? And to, if you really look at it. Anto- yeah. Antonio Brown or John Kolb? Uh, I mean, uh, and he's already in. Not to knock him, but Antonio Brown or Sam Davis? I guess that's yeah, you got to take Brown. I mean, he made such an impact, and if you look at it from the football perspective of the six years he was here, I, I mean, how can you say no? He was yeah. – You, know, I'll say this even. Antonio Brown for probably a four-year span – you could argue was the best player at his position in the league, right? I mean, oh, 100%. Yeah. And you know what? Definitely. People are banding about and knocking around and, and yelling and screaming for Heinz Ward to get in the Hall of Fame. And I can understand and get on board. There wasn't one second he was the best player in his position in the NFL. Agreed. There, there wasn't one second in his career. That doesn't mean he should get in the Hall of Fame. But if you use that as your baseline, your argument, if you use that as part of your threshold and your stipulation, Heinz Ward, for one minute in his career, was never the best player in his, at his position. Antonio Brown was that for probably four years. 
Jordan's on Route 8. Hi, Jordan. Hey, what's going on? Look, I got to respectfully, as kind as I can, disagree because I think you would agree with this statement, how you end a relationship matters. And, and the way you end your time with an organization matters. How did and the so Steelers I, end with Franco Harris? Yeah, not good. And he's caught flack for it. How did also, the Steelers end with Mike Webster? I have no idea. I he mean, went to Kansas City to be like a player coach or whatever, or be a coach and then okay. ended up playing with him. So hear me out. Hear me out. I, I hear How you. did the Steelers end with James Harrison? Well, I, okay, glad you brought that up. James Harrison, first of all, if they would have brought him back to retire Steeler, I think that we would be having the same discussion on your radio program. And at least, you, you'll remember this, when we played uh, when we played James Harrison, when he was with the Bengals on Monday Night Football, they showed a video of them asking him, hey, how do you feel about Dick LeBeau? And the man cried. Well, he cried and did, said, I miss him. How do you think so, if you asked Antonio Brown, he feels about Mike Tomlin? I have, do you think he'd respond good? I, I, he might say, I hate that guy. That's what he bites the hand that feeds him. That's what he did with Brady. So, so I, I think you comparing him to James Harrison who cried and then you compared him to seven and look, I'm not backing up what seven did, but seven turned his life around. He, he apologized. He repented. He got married. He had kids. He raised a family. He actually got destroyed online because he talked about, you know, that, that struggle, he said I had a struggle with pornography at one point. It made me do stuff. He got killed online. Uh, and, and so you're talking about a guy who made a, a bad choice. Plenty of people in the NFL make bad choices. But, I mean, this guy has a history. You think we bring him back and it's going to change? No, I'm but not. I, I, no, I don't think it's going to change. I don't. I, that's not one of the stipulations. No. But, okay. Last, last thought here. I'm interested on this. I I also, the last caller mentioned, like, hey, if you keep it just football, I, I don't think you you do this type of an honor, letting someone retire with, you know, your, your jersey or whatever. You don't do this just because they were good at football. You do other things. You pay them big bucks. But this feels like an honor that you do with culture, guys. It's a way to honor them. And I just don't think... I don't think Brown has honored the Steelers, and I feel no responsibility to honor him back. A heck of a football player, but too toxic to receive this honor. At least that's my thought. No, fair points. Fair points all around. I just disagree with them in totality. I do. Ant Antonio Brown should be able to come back and retire, get a one-day contract and retire with the Steelers if he wants to. He certainly, certainly should be in the Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Fame. Even if I'll go here for the people that don't want to do it for the Hall of Fame. Even if you tell him the ceremony's a different day, so you have the ceremony, he doesn't show up. That's fine, but he should at least be like if you say, "Hey, Antonio, uh, Antonio, we're doing it on September 13th, right?" And you're really doing it September 12th, and you and then he shows up a day late, and you're like, "Oh, we did that yesterday." Right? I, I'll get on board with that just to avoid nonsense. But he should be immortalized in that Hall of Honor. What a discussion. 412-928-9370. People complaining about something else in the NFL that I do want to get into. Uh, from Sun Chevy, check out 2023 Silverado, 1500s up to $7,500 in rebates. And visit sunchevy.com. Tonight, clear, low 29. Partly sunny skies on Wednesday, high 42, low 26. Temps in the 40s to low 50s the rest of the week. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 